If you've been wishing, hoping, and dreaming about taking your business from six figures to multi-six figures or multi-six figures to seven figures, then I wanna make sure you get our new free guide, the multi-six and seven-figure scaling roadmap. Inside the guide, I pulled back the curtains and I shared all the strategies that I used and they can help you too. First, they can help you triple your monthly sales. I shared proven strategies with you that led to a 3X increase in my monthly sales. Second, I show you exactly how to crush your limiting beliefs. Say goodbye to doubts like, you can't charge that much and there aren't enough ideal clients for you too. Third, how to only work with ideal clients. I show you how to become the go-to expert and attract only the perfect clients and referrals. And finally, I show you how to quantum leap to $20,000 plus every single month. I show you exactly how to take a quantum leap from 8,000 per month, for example, to 20,000 a month. You can absolutely break through your upper limit barrier and enjoy five and six figure months every single month. Make 2024 your dream come true year by downloading your free guide today. Just click the link in the show notes below. Welcome to Quantum Revenue Expansion, where we share time-tested strategies to turn your annual revenue into your monthly revenue. Ready to up-level your business and your life? Then you will love listening in on the lively conversations Ursula has with her clients and guests as they share exactly what they did to grow and scale their business exponentially. Plus, you will discover how to experience more freedom, joy, and peace in your business and your life right now. If turning your annual income into your monthly income is your next step, then join us at the next 2X Intensive. Go to UrsulaInc.co slash apply. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Quantum Revenue Expansion, the podcast where we help you turn your annual income into your monthly income. And today we have part two of how to step out of the hustle and double your sales. And we have very cool, very, very amazing Rebecca Hall back. Hi, Rebecca. Hey, <laughs> we had so much fun doing part one and it literally felt like we talked 30 seconds, but it was 30 minutes. We just like covered so much. So if you haven't listened to part one, go back and listen to part one, because we talked about how to set up, you know, how to really figure out what you want in terms of not hustling anymore. Mm-hmm. And then the mindset you need to make the changes that you really want to make. So go back and listen to that if you haven't yet. So again, today we're going to dive into taking that desire of working less and making more and bringing it into reality. And we're gonna share some of our stories and some of our client stories and just really have a conversation about about how to do that. So glad you're here, grab your favorite beverage and let's let's have a chat. So so Rebecca, last time again, we were talking about, you know, really setting up that, you know, getting clear on the desire. Here's what I don't want anymore. I don't wanna work all the time. Uh, I definitely don't wanna work with clients who aren't a good fit. Like we started to get clear on that piece and, and then the mindset of, and really like the permission slip of, I don't have to be in the hustle anymore, yeah. but that's even a possibility for me. So what do you want to recap there before we, we dive in or like what's kind of popped up for you? Yeah. I mean, I would say that hashtag grind hashtag hustle is dead to me. Right. So anyone that says that to me now, I'm like, no. <laughs> and, you know, just look at TikTok or any of these influencers or, you know, a kid that, you know, what did he win? 1.8 million or something ridiculous for being a Minecraft champion. So, you know, when your parents told you that, you know, uh, video games uh, fry your brain and you'll never make a living doing that. Now they have to eat crows. So things change. It's time to like throw out those old beliefs or 
you know, throw out the things that aren't working for you. And I don't mean like not just not working financially for you, but just aren't working for you. You know, if you're losing sleep or you're stressed or your your relationships are suffering, even your relationship with yourself because you put yourself last and the business first, like like hopefully after you listen to the last episode that you you threw all that out the window because we're we're ready to start fresh now and and show you what can happen when you do throw those things out and are willing to like step into the next level. Yeah, so exciting. So this, you know, second part, part two. It's about bringing it into your reality. And Rebecca and I are going to dive into some of the work we do with our clients, our private clients, and how we help them shift this. Because what I'd like to say, it's just like one conversation and they're good. A lot of times it's like, okay, <laughs> we're going to chip away at this, right? We're going to chip away and first figure out what you want. Because sometimes, sometimes we think we know what we want. We start to go down this path. We're like, oh, this is going to be so much better. I'm so much happier. And then all of a sudden you hit something, you're like, no, like that, like I thought it would be this way and I thought it'd be that way. There's one thing, Rebecca, you say all the time, you're like, businesses evolve, people evolve, mm-hmm. we keep changing, things keep shifting. So mm-hmm. it's it's being being so honest with yourself that it might almost be painful. Right? That's the hard part. Like you shared a story before or on the lat on the part one of the podcast, you shared the story of how like there was just a moment where where you were done in your old life. Like you had adrenal fatigue, you were, you know, so maybe, maybe let's talk, let's like start with that a little bit more. Like when you made the decision to leave the hustle, what was the internal conversation that you had to have? And then, and like, what were some of your first steps just to get out of it? Yeah. I mean, you know, I felt at that time I didn't have a choice and you know you think about how things show up and I really believe that if my body hadn't had like started acting up and the you know all the things I was having happen to me like I wouldn't I would have kept going you know like I I have an extremely high pain tolerance an extremely high sense of willpower uh you know and I I just would have gone till to the grave right like I, I'm gonna oh. die trying what a terrible, wow. what a terrible yeah, saying, yeah. right? So, you know, I think that's part of it. And then the other part is like, just really trusting the universe and, you know, whether the universe is God or whatever, whatever deity, you know, being deity, uh, just belief. I mean, for me personally, my belief is that there is something out there bigger than us. There's just way too many coincidences or whatever you want to call, you know, uh, experiences. So part of it's like trusting that the universe has your back. Like I'm not alone. And I think the other thing too, is I dropped a lot of expectations about what success looked like, what my life needed to look like materialistically, or, or even what I deemed as like safety, right? Cause I'm not really a Lamborghini girl or a yacht girl. Uh, if you are awesome, no judgment. Uh, but I'm not willing to put the effort for those things. Uh, and mostly it's the effort to maintain them, <laughs> not the effort to own, uh, to buy them. But uh, so when I really like said, hey, this is actually what I need, um, not just monetarily, but like I need a roof over my head. I need my relationships, all of that. Like that really was the building blocks. Um, and I think we've all done it. 
Uh, we've all been in roller coasters of, of income or revenue where like things are awesome and you're at the bar and you're like, drinks are on me or like, let me get that lunch for you. Or I'm really going to wow everybody this Christmas. Right. And then you've been on the other side of that where you're like, crap. And you're going through like, okay, not eating out. Top ramen looks good for the next four. I mean, we've all been there. Yeah. And so when not, when you see the capacity you have to like uh, stretch or constrict uh, to what's happening around you, like that's actually very powerful. And so when, like I had shared in the last episode, when I had like made that shift, like I was, I had savings, but I was not making new money. And as the savings dwindled, like uh, it's interesting when your back's against the wall and not in a bad way, uh, but you know, like the pressure kind of builds and then like you really get open to what's possible. And I think that's really where you have that relationship with the universe and it starts delivering when you get to that point of surrender. And so that really was the turning point for me. Um, and so what was interesting is, as I shared in the last one, I, you know, it took about 14 months and then I was making twice as much money uh, for half the work. That happened in about 14 months. What happened beyond that, uh, one, two, three, four, five years is I was, my container had to change because what happened is, is I got to the point where I was coaching 103 businesses at one time and I was training, uh, I was on doing onsite training at different areas of the country, like probably another four to six days a month. So what's funny is like with my new set of rules, I had actually built myself back into a very similar container uh before i mean a lot better container like this container was nicer i was kind of like you know captain of my ship it wasn't as stressful but now i'm back into a lot of time for right. money again so that really i had to like look at it again and restructure again what i needed my container to look like based on what my new goals were or what or what honestly what my evolution was and like you mentioned we're always evolving so there's always a variable that you can't control, or there's a variable that changes. Uh, you know, there's some things now that I used to do for money back in the day that I'm like, there's no way I would do that now. Like, you know, when things just change, value changes, your target market changes. Uh, at this point, I have had so many conversations and have coached so many thousands of businesses. Like, I've got some good stuff to share now. It's not like, you know, the very first coaching I did, which, you know, not that those people didn't get value because they were paying less, but you know, that that's the evolution. And I think a lot of people miss that. It's like they get on that same hamster wheel and that's what keeps them stuck. And so it's really like letting yourself flower and evolve and take advantage of all the awesome tools we have right now to be a solopreneur. I mean, when I started, we didn't have the internet. There was no like, I'm going to do a Facebook live or I can reach thousands of people with this post. And so like, that's the evolution. And that's why you have to be so susceptible um, and surrender to change because change is good. Hey, CEOs, it's Ursula stopping by because I have a question for you. Are you ready to 2X your revenue, your monthly revenue and shave 10 or more hours off your work week? If yes, you need to be at the next 2X intensive course and by clicking on the link in the show notes, you can schedule a private session with me to talk about how the 2X Intensive will help you. So just fill out the application below and Trisha will schedule a conversation for us. One of our clients said that in the first 10 minutes of the private coaching call that you received before the 2X Intensive, she made more than paid for the class. 
Another client shaved off 21 hours per week for a total of 84 hours a month that she was able to put back into her calendar to work on her business. Another client just reported that he has taken 40 hours off his work week after taking the 2X intensive and has grown a multi-million dollar company. So if this is of interest to you, fill out the application below. That application will get to Trisha and Trisha will schedule a private 30 minute call for you and I to talk about how the 2X intensive can help you. Can't wait to see you there. Can't wait to connect soon. Yeah, such a great point. And we do live in a different world now. We have so many tools. And I remember like for me, I'm an ambivert. I can be introverted or extroverted, but a lot of people think I'm extroverted, but I'm not like, I need quiet time. Like I need time to recharge. And they say that's an introvert. Okay, fine. So what was tough for me is that there was this in the industry at the time, it's like you had to be at every live event to matter. Or at least that's the story I told myself. Like you had to be on all these stages where people wouldn't know who you are. You couldn't grow your business. And I spent, I invested so much time on just trying to be on all the right stages and it was exhausting. And I remember this was before hashtags, but if there would have been, you know, hashtags, it would have been, you know, play big, play big, right? It's all about playing big. And I was like, what does that really mean? You know, like you're supposed to be at the top of your game. Well, how many people can be at the top at the same time? Not very many. And at the end of the day, some of those who were at the top are no longer at the top. And, you know, like it, it shifts. And I thought, I just I don't want to play that game energetically. Yeah. And over the last few years, one of the things I think in my head a lot is, is staying in my own lane might feel like somebody might be like, you're playing so small, but I'm not because I'm still growing a really successful company. And so if you feel like you've had, you know, you've been, you know, really pushed by this idea of like, play bigger, play bigger. I invite you to ask yourself what that really means. And is that even what you really want? This day and age, we can be pretty visible staying right here. <laughs> you can be really visible right here on your computer. And so starting to just strip away what you thought success had to look like for you and start to really get clear on what, what you want. And then go in and create your intentional schedule. For some of you, I did a podcast recently really about creating your intentional schedule. So I'm just going to highlight what I shared there because I want Rebecca to tie in like what she works on with our clients. But your your intentional schedule begins by setting your revenue goal, right? Like let's say it's seven figures. And then the next question isn't, well, how much do I have to work to have a seven-figure company? The next question is, how little do I want to work while growing my seven-figure company? It's a very different question. Mm. And so I'd even play with that for yourself. Like how much do I learn? I mentioned one of our other clients, he went from hundred hours a week to 40 hours a week. He loves working 40 hours a week. Like for him, that's like his barometer for me, 40 hours right now is too much. I have an eight year old son. I have other interests. I have real estate. Like I'm just doing a whole, like just lots of other things that I got going on. And, and also in the world of coaching, Rebecca and I know, and other coaches who are listening, like you can't like Rebecca said, she was coaching hundred clients a month or more. You can't like, you'll burn out. Right. So finding that balance, depending on what you do, we have another client who works, she runs a multi-million dollar product company, online product company. She works from 10 to two, maybe three or four days a week. I'm not even sure if she works that much anymore, but it was very intentional. So I'm, I'm highlighting this for you because this is where you begin. And you might even want to stop the recording for a moment and just ask yourself like, What's my revenue goal over the next 12 months? Where do I really want to be? Not 
what I think I'm supposed to do, or, you know, if I just increase by 20%, but what's that number that's been in your heart that you've wanted and write it down. And then underneath that, how many hours do I actually want to work? Not that I think I have to get there because it's a totally different conversation. Like just separately, how many hours do I want to be working given what's going on in my life right now? So I can stop the recording for a moment and write those two things down and then come back. All right. Now we're assuming that you've written those things down for yourself. So I'm going to toss it to Rebecca. So Rebecca, let's say one of our clients has shown up in your world. She or he wants to grow a seven figure business and they want to work 25 hours a week. Right. And I know you have an amazing process that you take them through, but what, how would you work with this client? What would you say to them? Yeah. I think, um, you know, to piggyback on what you said about, you know, what, what's your goal? Like what's your six, you know, what's your success? It, I don't know where it happened, but somewhere it got confused that we all have the same bar we're trying to hit. Yes. And so we've all, we're all scrambling, right? That I think that's where hashtag hustle, hashtag grinding came from is like, oh, here's the bar. You know, so when Ursula talks about that question, those two questions, it's really about you figuring out what is your bar? Like, where do you want to go? Seven figures, more, less. And when you really look at like, we talked, you probably heard us talk about how business is a formula. This is part of the formula. The formula is like, how much do you want to make? How much do you want to work? And then the other pieces of that, we would like mold with you on who are you serving? What, like, what's the vehicle or the platform that you deliver when you solve a problem or meet a need, right? That's your product or service. Your product or service solves a problem or meets a need. And there's a lot of variance there. And so that's where pricing comes in. And that's how, because I, I already kind of hear some people, Ursula, being like, okay, Ursula, I want to make a million dollars. I only want to work 10 hours a week you know, like a challenge. Well, that's sure. possible if you actually bring in the other things, which is like who you're serving, the pricing and the problem that you're solving. You know, I've got a really good friend that talks about too many times people think about uh, who they, they think about what they want to sell. And then they're like, okay, that's what I'm going to sell to everybody. And he's like, what you should do is say, what problem is there out there that I can solve and who can I solve that for? That's much faster, much more the money that you want to be making for the least amount of time. So that's where you want to start first is like, what is your bar? And then like, what do you want to work? And then we can help you actually put the rest together when it comes to pricing and the, the medium or the platform that you're delivering your product or service on. That's why it is possible to make seven figures working 10 hours a week. Um, because those are the other things that we bring in into, into, the, into the mix. So remember, uh, just a few minutes ago, I was talking about how awesome my first transition was and how I built myself back into the same problem. So at that time, I had a coach and uh, my conversation with my coach is like, so things are going amazing and I'm exhausted again. Uh, I'm working from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., not like straight, but that's just like the, those are the caps of my work day with these weird breaks in between, but somehow I'm like still not showering till 10 AM. I'm not doing the things I want to do in my personal life. I'm eating lunch over my computer while I talk to people. And then, you know, I have weird gaps that I like, don't know what to do with. And uh, <clears throat> she talked to me about time blocking and I was like, that sounds very corporate and I'm not interested in that. But she talked about like your intentional schedule and like, this is something that you design so that you have everything that you want. And that really was like a turning point for me. And I kind of went back and I thought, man, 
okay, so what does this look like? And um, I was like, you know, sleep is so important to me. Like, that's really like my number one thing at the time. And I thought about it, I'm like, you know, if there's an average of 30 days a month, okay, and there's 24 hours a day, that's 720 hours a month that I have to work with. And I really, that's where I kind of developed my 720 process. And so I really figured out how to have everything that I wanted, work, relationships, bill time, food prep time, date night, reading time, personal development time, candy crush time, golf time, whatever. And when I developed that system, my whole world changed because I got very um, in synchronicity I wasn't like doing this type of energetic task and then quickly switching to this type of energetic task. I really created a flow to my, my life. And also I got everything I wanted. Like, and it, and what's nice about the system is it's uh, you can redo it over and over again. So as things change. So when COVID came, a lot of things changed about my life because I had to be on a plane all the time. And then we figured out how awesome Zoom was and that was still super effective. And so I literally got two thirds of my time back just not flying. So I taught myself how to play the piano. I took up golf. I started the foundation with my wife and we, you know, we do all these things. I started reading fiction books for the first time in 10 years because I felt before the only time if I was going to spend reading, I had to be working on myself. And now, you know, I do it for pleasure and for working on myself. So it was just such a fantastic, again, evolution. And when you get intentional about it, you really see where you can fit these things and have a more full life. Well, guess how much better my coaching got when I actually took care of my not working self. Huge, a lot more present, a lot more, um, you know, able to just really come up with awesome solutions and brainstorm with our clients. And I'd even point to the fact too, Ursula, that in the evolution of Ursula Inc., you know, we made some very uh, clear boundaries or declarations of like, hey, we love helping entrepreneurs and we want to continue to do this, but it needs to change from where we what we were doing because we're just ready to go to that next level. Personally, like you said, we both have other interests and in other businesses and, and real estate and, and, you know, my foundation and things like that. So when we designed that and then stepped into it, like that was a huge evolution for us. And I mean, like the fact that we're, our client's success rate has like gone through the roof and our clients are seeing numbers that they've never seen before during one of the worst, like economic, whatever, however you want to look at it times in our country or in our world, like that's the power of being willing to change and shift how you believe and letting those things show up for you. So it's been ridiculously powerful just to use that 720 tool and evolve into the next level of business with you and personally. Yeah, that's a great, that's a great reminder too of the story. Like, you know, we joke about it now, but when COVID hit, I mean, we had events scheduled in California and Minnesota. We had clients who were scheduled to attend in person and all of a sudden it just stopped. And I knew like at first it's like, oh, it's gonna be two weeks. I started talking to some of my friends who were, you know, in like Apple and Google and some of the bigger companies. And they were saying at that point, 2022, 2023, like they were already like, we're not going to have live events. This is a real pandemic. And I thought, oh no, <laughs> like this is going to trickle down to us. And so it was like, we don't like change. You talked about this. We don't, as humans, we like things to stay status quo. Our, you know, our reptile brain, that little part of our brain that says no change, no change, right? 
to keep to stay safe. We don't like things to change. We're always looking for changes in our environment because our brain is trying to say, like, is there anything I should fear? And so we fear change. And a lot of times we don't even evaluate what that is. So it was, it was fear-filled in that moment. I thought, what are we gonna do? And then it just became really clear. I was having a conversation with my husband, Tim, and he was laughing at me because I said, this is it. Like, we're going to shut the company down. It's all over. And he's like, okay. He's like, have you heard that thing called technology? You've heard of technology? <laughs> tech person, right? So I was like, why don't you guys use it? And I was like, okay. And, you know, as Rebecca mentioned, it, it turned out better. Like, it, you know, being on Zoom with our clients, we have clients, we expanded internationally. We have clients in Australia and New Zealand and Canada and, you know, all over now. And we couldn't, we didn't, we could have done that. They don't want to fly to Minnesota. They don't want to fly to California. They just want, we want access and we want it now. And so it's such a blessing. But in that moment, so for those of you who are like listening to this going, yeah, I want to make change, but I have no idea how to get it. I feel your pain. Like, I feel like it's scary. It's like, we're afraid of the unknown. But, and in that, in that moment, Rebecca, you talked about this, like sometimes your back is against the wall. Sometimes you just know it's time. Like you mm-hmm. can't. You just can't keep going. And we couldn't, like we couldn't because of the pandemic. And so we literally burned the old company to the ground. I love saying that because I feel like we did because it's totally different today. I mean, what we the programs we offer burned it to the ground. There was nothing left of what we used to do other than, you know, one digital course that, that spun off. So we still have that content, but it was like the Phoenix rising, like the new courses that came out of it, the new um, coaching programs that came out of it are way better and so much more impactful and i don't think it would have happened without without that that push from the pandemic mm-hmm. so you talked about like you know that that became like once we made that change we created the new container but also as you said with the new container you know we wanted to be living what we teach our clients which is is like you don't have to work all the time you get to have other interests you get to have a life and run a very successful and profitable business and so rebecca you and i had to get really clear like we have to live that life as well and so that's why today you take clients through your signature 720 process. I talk a lot about in selling with intention. We talk about creating an intentional schedule and, you know, starting with vacations off first and deciding, you know, do you want to work two days a week, three days a week, but, you know, really getting clear and narrowing that down. And then once that's all in place, the next step is really to maintain it, right? Mm-hmm. How does this new life become a habit? Because Rebecca, as you shared, you made all those changes and then, in your new company where you were leading, all of a sudden you were working all the time again. Like the money was great, but you're working all the time. And so, so what's your best advice on how to take what we just talked about and allow it to become a true habit? Yeah. You know, I think this was a part where if you, if you've heard Ursula before, you've heard us before, and you've listened to part one of this, this is, this is really going to be a key element to, to, why we do so well with our clients and why we're we're so much in our in our essence with with the coaching there there is a part where living this way it is a dedication and it's a craft mm-hmm. uh, which means that maintenance habits are being willing to be vulnerable um, seeing something that's bigger than yourself uh, whether that's assistance or opportunity or possibility um, or being willing to change this is like to me, I, I wish I could teach so much more on this change and vulnerability piece because we've lived it. I've lived it several times. If I was to look back and, and, and look at the roadblocks in my life, personally and professionally, and when I was willing to show up vulnerably and open to change, uh, there's just something, you know, if I can even use the word spiritual, 
or you can use the word mystical, but that is a key component to, in my mind, to doing this work. Because, you know, people have asked me, and I've shared this so many times about what makes a business successful. And here's the truth. It's the same thing. All of you need, you know, marketing, sales, finance, uh, customer fulfillment, operations, right? You all need that. And if you've heard me say that before, you know, the one thing that is unique to who you are is the mortar that holds those business bricks together. And this is where we do the practices. This is where I'm going to talk about have a meditation practice, have a spiritual practice, have, you know, be open to reading, be open to energy work, be open to all that. And, you know, we don't talk about it enough, but here's the thing. You talk about Steve Jobs, any of these guys, any of the big, you know, uh, Timothy Ferris, anyone that you follow, guarantee every single one of them have a spiritual or mystical practice, whether it's health and intermittent fasting or working out or taking breaks in the mountains or journaling or working with uh, other coaches, some even mediums, some energy workers. Like we don't talk enough about it because we think it's so robotic and it's so impersonal and it's not. We all do it. And I don't think enough people talk about it. Um, I think as a society, we're moving more towards things like ayahuasca is like a regular term now. Um, and again, there's no judgment on what you choose or, or the legal. It doesn't matter. But I will tell you, both Ursula and I have these uh, metaphysical, quantum, spiritual practices that we do every day and that we have as a centering or a lifeline when things aren't feeling alignment. Um, that's really what you're looking for. Um, peace is being in alignment. If you're not in peace right now in your business or your life, I would encourage you to look internally and, and be like, where am I out of alignment? Where am I alignment in my conversations with my clients, with my family, with myself? Because as we mentioned in episode one, uh, this is not, you know, the Gen X aren't here anymore. This is not the industrial age. Uh, this is this is the new age of artificial intelligence, which gives you the uh, chance to like really tap into like what you want. And so being willing to step into that, again, there comes a vulnerability. And I will tell you for a lot of people, that's what your clients want. They want to know that you're a real person. They want to be relatable to you regardless of your product or your service. And a lot of people that we work with, you are the face of your company. And that is what people are looking for. Um, so like I said, these practices that we create are habits. Uh, we just did a training with our group this morning and I brought back a very key component of business that I've talked about over and over and over again, even with these clients, but that's the importance of the rinse and repeat because as you know, ever-changing evol evol uh, evolutionary beings that live in a variable world constantly, you do have to have those practices. And I would not be where I am today if I didn't consistently have some sort of practice or sometimes more than one practice to keep me moving, to keep me reminded about why I'm here. And so I rely on those heavily myself um, to continue my growth, not just as a business owner, but honestly, just as a human. And uh, I, I, I really want us to talk more about this because I think it's very much needed. Yeah, I appreciate that. And you're right. I do think that people who have created the success that they desired did so very mm -hmm. intentionally and had the support through practices, rituals that you're talking about and things that they leaned on and that were on their schedule, talking about schedules, that was part of 
Mm -hmm. If those things are on their calendar, I would say if it's not on your calendar, it's not going to happen. So having it on your calendar is critical. And also along with the practices to be like, to tag off what you're saying, the second part would be to be in community with those people you're aligned with, right? Who have similar practices or who who are like you, right? They're grow, they have a growth mindset. They want to get to the next level. You know, in our world, it's about, you know, our clients are, they're, um, they're def- they definitely have a growth mindset. They don't want to work all the time. They have other interests and they want to have a really successful company. They also really care about spirituality. Mm-hmm. They care about, you know, being connected to something bigger than them. They care about people and they also care about, again, the community that they're in. And so, What's been amazing, I think, to see is at our CEO tables to see how connected not only we get to be with our clients, but our clients are to each other. So much so that they continue in the CEO table. Their years up, they're coming back, they renew because they don't want to lo- they don't want to lose this connection. They don't want to lose this this container. And you know, there's not a lot of places where you can go. Like this morning, we were celebrating with our some of our clients who want you know they're a um, a partnership team and they you know, it's August and they just surpassed their last year's financial goal. So in August, they've already done more revenue than they did all of last year. That's a big deal. But who can you tell that to, right? Like you, you, some family members would just roll their eyes at you. Like friends would be maybe a little envious, right? But here our clients get to come and share all of those things. So, so I guess just to finalize this, Rebecca, thank you for sharing your insights and your energy and your wisdom. I mean, this is this is what we do all the time. We get to hang out and have these yeah. conversations with each other and with our clients, and we just value you and thank you for being part of our community. Yeah, it was awesome. I can't wait to see who comes through because uh, you already know if it's you. So I know Ursula's going to talk about the 2X and that offer that we have for you. And uh, it it really is about contributing not copying and so you know if you're feeling the pull we would love to work with you um because that you know part of the practice is believing that the right people come through our door so and they know it you know so i think that's one of the nice things that's happened in this evolution is uh it's very serendipitous uh with who we work with yeah absolutely yeah. So if you're interested in hanging out, you can go to UrsulaInc.co forward slash apply. That will be in the show notes as well. And just 30 seconds, send some info and we'll get a time set up to chat with you. All right, everybody, that's it. Um, we have completed talking about how to step out of the hustle and double your sales. Hopefully you took awesome. lots of notes and things that you can apply immediately. And uh, we will see you soon. Bye for now. Bye guys. Thank you for joining us today. And if you are ready to make your next quantum leap, let's do it. Ursula invites you to join us at the 2X Intensive. Go to salescoachnow.com apply. Don't forget to leave us a review on your favorite podcast app.